if you've got big dreams for your online programs, if you want to have hundreds or thousands of people going through it, then your offer has to be structured in a certain way that allows that. This is the Doing It Online podcast with your host, serial entrepreneur, six and seven figure funnel strategist, and Kate McKibben where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online, but better, easier, and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, guys. It is Kate here from Hello Funnels and welcome to the Doing It Online podcast. Now, today we are talking about something that I know is a big pain point for a lot of people, and that is how do you make your offers so that they sell out every single time? And I have got a really simple exercise. It's just seven questions that you're probably going to want to go grab a glass of wine or a cup of coffee, go sit in a cafe, go kind of get away from your usual workspace so you can riff on this stuff. But it's seven simple questions to ask yourself about your offer. And the answers of them are really, really going to help to guide you to make any tweaks or changes you might need to make in how your offer is delivered or presented or packaged so that it becomes what we call a hell's yes offer. So if you've been around this part of the internet for a while, maybe you're in one of my programs, you'll know we talk about hell's yes offers a lot. A hell's yes offer is basically, it's an offer that is it's irresistible and really clear to understand. Like people, they land on your, whether it's your landing page or your off page, whatever it is, and they understand instantly that it's for them why it's crazy valuable, like why they need it. And it's something that when they see the details of the offer, they're like, oh, this is the thing I've been waiting for, right? Like they need, it's a need to have it as well as a want. And that's really important. It is profitably priced. And I won't go too much into the weeds of that, but basically that means that it's it's a price point that sort of lands, finds that happy medium of being able to sell at a really high volume so that your your clients feel like, yes, this is great value for, you know, this is like, I'm going to get so much more in return for this. I feel totally happy investing this. And in the same time, it feels to you like you're getting the right flow of energy in the form of cash back for the energy and the output that you're putting in. And then last but not least, and again, this is one a lot of people forget, it's got to be scalable. Like if you've got big dreams for your online programs, if you want to have hundreds or thousands of people going through it, then your offer has to be structured in a certain way that allows that. That means that it is manageable whether you've got two people, 20 or yeah, or 200. Let's now, so if you've got all of these things and you have a hell's yes offer and the, the way to tell that you have a hell's yes offer is that anytime you announce a promotion, you run a launch, you, you start a funnel, whatever it is, you're making sales on the first day, like right up front. Like you're sending those first couple of emails and boom, sales are following. That happens you have a hell's yes offer. Now, why do you need a hell's yes offer? Like other than just the obvious, well, because the fact of the matter is, is business, it's it's hard enough as it is, right? Like it's a wonderful, rewarding thing to do. I mean, you know, it's if you if you have an online business, you understand, but it's also like it's got its challenges. And if you don't have an offer that sells easily, then it's going to be st- just infinitely more challenging. Like if, if every time you're trying to make a sale, it feels like you're trying to get blood out of a stone, 
then that's just going to make your, then every part of business after that is going to be harder. Growing is going to be harder. Marketing is going to be harder. Everything is going to be harder. So before you go throwing any marketing strategies at it, the first thing you need to do is make sure that your offer is a hell's yes offer. You need to make sure that it's going to convert, that your clients are going to say hell's yes when they hear about it. And look, not everyone gets this right first time. Quite often you create an offer and you launch it and you get some sales and it's more of a like a, yeah, that's kind of cool kind of offer rather than a hell's yes. And so it's still making some sales, but over time, you know, you want to be able to make those tweaks. You want to be able to make those changes to get it to that hell's yes, because that's one of the low hanging fruit things that we can do. Like it doesn't mean spending more on ads. It doesn't mean growing more of your list. It means that if you could suddenly double the amount of sales that you're making doing the same things you're already doing, wouldn't you want to do that? And that can be the power of creating a hell's yes offer. Is it like a few simple tweaks and all of a sudden that thing which you're already selling, which you've already created is now just selling infinitely easier and with much, much more volume. So I was actually chatting with a client about this recently and I gave them because they had an offer that, you know, that had been a hell's yes offer. And because of the way that the market had been moving and things have been happening, it had actually started to not convert as well. So that's another thing to remember that hell's yes isn't always a concrete thing. It is movable. And so we were talking about these seven questions and that's why, you know, it kind of like sparking that I wanted to do this episode today because I think for a lot of people, particularly right now, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the market, guys. A lot of people across the board, businesses big and small, are finding it much harder to sell things that they used to be able to sell with ease. So I wanted to share these questions in case that was you to help you to hopefully highlight those those pieces that maybe need an update or a tweak or a revision or a change. Now, before we dive into the questions, I wanted to actually share something with you really exciting because after a lot of emails from you guys asking for us to bring back our six-figure school mini course, we have decided to that, although we can't do it live because toddler life, that's why I stopped doing it live in the first place because trying to get six days where I can be available online live in a row just doesn't seem to happen anymore. There's always two of them. Someone's got a cold, right? So what we've decided to do, we put our heads together and said, how can we still make this available? So we've made it on demand. So we now have Six Figure School on demand, guys. And inside that, it's day two that we go so deep into the Hell's Yes offer, into the pricing, into the bonuses, into a bunch of other stuff that we're not going to get time to cover today. So if you want, if you've read through, gone through these questions and you're like, yep, awesome, I want more, then I would recommend that you go head on over to hellofunnels.co forward slash pod dash school. So pod pod dash school, uh, link is below and you can actually get the whole six day intensive workshop. And we used to sell this for $97. You can get it for just $6 because I thought six was a nice round number for a six day, six figure school. So as I said, if you want to dive into this and so much more into six, into your six figure planning, into the marketing, creating your marketing plan for your six figure offers, it's all in there. So much good stuff. As I grab the link out of the show notes or go to hellofunnels.co forward slash POD dash school, grab yourself a copy, just six bucks. Like it's a coffee and a half. And I'd love to hear once you've gone through it, the ahas that you've had, because when we ran this live, I tell you people like 
it was so much fun just seeing the penny drop like again and again for people when we shared some of our proprietary systems that we have inside our, our, our bigger programs, we were able to do it in a, a bit more of a bite-sized way. So go grab that, guys. But once you've done that, like hit pause if you want to do it so you don't forget. Let's come back to these seven questions. Okay. So I've got them. All right. I've got them written down here. Let's go. Hang on. Let's grab some coffee. It's in case you can't tell from my half-awake eyes, anyone watching the video, it's early here because it's the only time that my house is currently quiet. Oh, the joys. Anyway. Okay. So let's dive into the question. So first of all, question number one is I want you to think about is what is the number one thing that your ideal client wants, not needs, but wants when it comes to the, the area, the outcome that you help them with? Like, what do they want? Like for example, and I always use weight loss just at industry as an easy example, because I think it's one that you know most people can kind of understand. But if someone's wanting to lose some weight, right? What do they want? What they want is that they want the weight to be gone. Yeah. They don't necessarily like, and you think, well, what you need to get there is X, Y, Z. They don't want that. They don't want to do the things necessarily. <laughs> they just want the result. And it's usually, it's a specific result. Like, so think about that. Like, what is it? Like, forget about what they need. You might be like, well, I know you need a healthier diet. I know you need to work on your mindset. I know you need to probably be changing up how you're moving, but what do they want? That They don't want any of those things. They want the outcome. And that outcome is also really specific. And bonus points, if you can get, like go through, whether it's your Facebook group, someone else's Facebook group, go through intake forms that you might have, social media, whatever it is, and find in their exact words when they're saying, oh, I just want this, or I just wish I didn't have to do this, or I just am so sick of this, or I just wish I was here already. How exactly are they saying it? Because it's really, it, it makes a big difference if you can actually get it in their own words. That's number one. Number two is I want you to think about, I want you to get, again, go and do the research on this. Don't just assume it. Like it's always better to actually go and fact check this stuff, but you might know in your gut, but how long do they actually want it to take? How long do they want to spend it? Like if option a is immediate and that option's not available. They like, what is a time frame in their head that like, this is still realistic and this is how long I want it to take. So like you might know that really long-term major weight loss, it takes, you know, you're going to take them 12 to 24 months or something like that. But think about how long did they want it to take? Like, yeah, but, but an, a, an amount that isn't bullshit. Okay. So not like, oh, you're going to be able to lose 20 pounds in five days. Like, yes, they might want that. And yes, there might be some very damaging way that you can teach them that will do that. But you've got to find what is that number that they actually want to put into this. It's like the same with this business growth, where it's whatever, like, you know, if they're wanting, you know, for us, it's funnels. Like how long do people, like, when do they want their funnel done? When, and for me, 
people don't want a funnel, right? If we're going to answer that first question, no one wants a funnel. What they want is they want sales coming in regularly, reliably, and consistently and at a higher level than it was before. That's what people want. That's not in their own words, but that's what it boils down to. When do they want it? Well, if it will not yesterday isn't available, then probably two to four weeks from now is a max, right? So like these are the things that we need to know when we're structuring how our offers delivered, how we like what order we're putting modules in, you know, like this impacts that stuff because if you go, oh, well, all right, like they're, and again, let's go back to the weight loss. Maybe people are wanting to do like some major, major weight loss, right? But really like if they could just lose five, 10 pounds, they'd be like, they'd be pretty happy to start. Like that'd be a good like first moment for them. And like if they could do it in a time frame that was again, like they want to have lost a weight that feels significant in four weeks or something like that. Like, I mean, if that's doable, I get that or six weeks or it, but like, no, you've got to know the specifics. Okay. Next question. What do they not want to have to do to get it? So again, there might be some things that they're going to have to do regardless. Like, you know, got to eat your broccoli people. <laughs> if you've got a business, you've got to do your business taxes. But how can you take away and list out multiples? Like there'll be many things like, oh, they don't want to have to be going to the gym every day. They don't want to have to be only eating salads. They don't want to have to be, you know, not being able to have a glass of wine or not being able to have some chocolate. Like they don't like, you know, all these things. And again, find it in their words if you can, because with this, you want to make sure that you can make sure they're not, you're not the way the, that you're marketing what you do, the way that you're structuring how you deliver it is going to be around and helping them to get that thing that they want in the time frame that they want it without them having to do all of these things that they don't want. Now, some of them they will, but maybe you can find a nice little bonus, a nice little something to help reframe that thing. So it, it's not as, it's not as scary. So again, another example for us is no one wants to have to do Facebook ads, right? Facebook ads, once you get to the point of scaling, they are kind of a necessary evil. However, the way that we always do Facebook ads is we make sure that A, they have a funnel that converts first and we test it with free traffic first. So then they have this confidence that it's not wasting, it's never wasting money on the ads because they know that if they send people through this, then they're going to get X number of people to buy. And we always do the calculators and the maths first. So they have that level of confidence. And we also show them like, okay, well, this is how much you need to be spending. And it's like the minimum that you can be spending to start to get a result. And it just helps to take away that fear. So they're not wasting money on Facebook ads anymore. They're only doing at a time and in a way that feels safe. So you can see that sometimes there are these things that they don't want to have to do. How can you make sure that you are talking about them, that you are offering those things in a way that still feels good to them? Next, what have they tried already that hasn't worked? We'll list all those out. So think about again, maybe it's, and maybe it's even competitors programs and things like, and, and then once you've listed out what hasn't worked, that wouldn't have worked, make sure you write down why, like, why is it that this method doesn't work? Why is it that the cabbage soup diet or whatever other horrific thing doesn't work? And, you know, because again, this is marketing gold. Next question, and this is really important right now, and this one kind of ties back into not just your pricing, which, you know, as I said, we go super deep on the full, the pricing and everything inside Six Figure School. So if, if you're unsure on that, I would definitely go spend that coffee and a half and grab it. 
but also things like just like how, like the mechanics of your pricing. So things like your payment plans and stuff like that and what they come down to. So this next question is how stressed about money is your target market right now? And so if, and and I think for a lot of people, the answer is probably a lot higher than it might be in, in standard times, whatever they are. I don't think we've had those in about four or five years. Because you need to be realistic about these things, guys. We need to be, you know, you, you can't just be like, well, this is how much I've always charged or this is how much it's worth. If your offer isn't something that, you know, if they were to write out their list of priorities right now, if it's not, you know, high up the top and they've only got a limited amount of things to invest in, then you're, and you're kind of asking them to invest a lot of what they, of what they have, then you're, they're not going to make that investment. So yeah, how stressed about money is your target market right now? And this is, it's almost like a bonus question. <laughs> if your ta- if your market, and this is actually, this is a question we get people to ask when they, because we have this like 20 step audit, that we get people to put their offers through to see if it's a hell's yes offer and kind of like highlight really clearly. It literally goes like green, orange, red, if which areas need to, uh, are great and which ones need to be worked on. But one of the questions is like how, if you're, market was to write a list of all of the things that they're wanting to fix right now and order them by priority, like how far up that list is what it is that you're helping them with. Because especially when times are, you know, times are tough, then there's only going to be, there's going to be less and less of those things are going to actually be able to prioritize and actually be able to invest in. You want to be as high up as you can. All right. So next is think about what the next question to ask is what feels risky to them about the offer right now and how can you remove that risk? And, you know, obviously that we've already talked about investment, like of money, but also things like investing time. Like if someone chooses you over someone else and they spend the next four, six, eight, 12 weeks going through your system and it doesn't work for them, that's a lot of time. That means that they're three months down the track and they're not any closer to their goals. So that feels risky. Other things that people always fear is that they people often it's themselves that feels risky. They know they've tried things before and they didn't stick them out or they weren't able to see them through. So how is yours different and how is yours going to be able to help them to make sure they actually do the thing that they want to do and lots of other things, guys. So how like think about all those ways that right now investing in your offer feels like a risk, like they could potentially lose something and how can you counteract that? How can you have things in place, whether it's through guarantees? And again, like I'm, I see both sides of the fence with guarantees. And I think guarantees are always a very personal decision. I don't think you 100% need to do them either way, but you need to make sure that they, they feel good to you. They reduce the risk for you and they reduce the risk for your clients. But yeah, just think about, it's, it's just, as I said, these guys, these are thought starters, not necessarily then the clear the solution is clear. But if you realize that, oh, this is going to be something people are getting stuck on, then it's going to be giving you that place to focus your attention to fix and to, to find that solution. And next, what has changed in your market recently that impacts them or their business or what, again, whatever it is that's re- relevant to the topic that you help them with? And how can you either offer to help with that or how can you sort of, you know, harness that? So, I mean, for us, ChatGPT has come in and just blown everybody away. We've been geeking out on it super hard and it's, and it's going to continue to change. So for us, like, we're like, well, this just totally makes sense to add this into our programs, which means that people can now come in and create everything they need for their funnels 
like in minutes rather than in days and weeks. So, you know, and, and to be able to then talk and talk about that and how that is an option and how that we have that option for them, because you don't want people again, looking at yours and going, oh, well, this, but this thing, this new things happen now. And that's, so this is going to make this unrelated or whatever. So those are the questions, guys. I'll quickly run through them again in case you missed any. But like I said, these are thought starters. These are things you need to sit down and hopefully this will help you to pull out the stuff that is potentially making your offer a hell's no, not a hell's yes. Okay. Those questions again, what is the number one thing your client wants? That's not need, but they want how long do they want to take for it to take or how long are they prepared to spend on it? Like the amount of output from them. What do they not want to have to do to get it? What have they tried already that hasn't worked and why? How stressed about money is your target market right now? What feels risky to them about your offer and how can you remove that risk? And what has changed in their life, in the world, in the market recently that impacts them and how can you either help with that or harness that? But those are the seven questions, guys. Go, I said, go grab a journal, whatever it is, go sit somewhere, work your way through them. Please let us know if you have any big ahas from this, like DM us over at Hello Funnels. If any of these have really just jumped out at you, because there's a lot of power in going through this exercise, guys. And I, and I think it's going to be, um, you're going to be surprised at what you pull out of it. And as I said, if you're, if, if, this is, you know, if this is your jam, if you're like, yes, I've got an offer, I know it's good, but it's not great yet. It's not selling how I want. I got big goals this year and I want to know exactly how to make them happen. Then go, as I said, go and get our six figure school on demand. It's a six day intensive workshop. So there's, there's every single day, there is a video and an exercise that walks you through making your offer a hell's yes offer how to plan out your marketing plan for the next 12 months to hit your six figure plus goals. Like it takes you through all that step-by-step every day. You're going to be having these little like uh moments because I've seen it happen live and it's so powerful guys. Like we still get messages from people who went through it when we did it live, who were like, Oh my gosh, I I did this in my business. And now I'm, you know, my sales have three X and you know, thank you, blah, blah, blah. So super powerful process. I'm really happy to be able to make it available, even though we are, we can't do it live at the moment. And like I said, links below, or just go to hellofunnels.co forward slash pod dash school and, you know, grab it for yourself. Let you block out your calendar, get it done. It's just, it's an hour each day. And yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think of it. But anyway, guys, that's it for me this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you go and kick some goals. And yeah, I will see you all next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Keep doing what you do, guys. I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Doing It Online podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're ready to take your online course sales to the next level with your own six or seven figure funnel, let Kate show you exactly how today at stealmyfunnel.com.